Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we're going to be talking about all the events from June 29th of 2020. And let's go ahead and get started with the British royal family. Today, a new video came out for Wimbledon, which is obviously the um, world-famous tennis competition, um, and the video was narrated by none other than the Duchess of Cambridge, who serves as the president of the All England Tennis Club, aka Wimbledon. Um, and the video is called Worth the Wait, um, and so it's all about how it's been almost a year since the last Wimbledon um, and how everyone was very excited for this year, but obviously things are different. Um, again, how many times am I going to say that in my life this year? Um, so Wimbledon has been canceled due to coronavirus and so there is not Wimbledon this year. Um, and so the video that Kate narrated is talking all about how next year's Wimbledon is going to be, quote, worth the wait. Um, it's a really cute video. It's very short. Um, they tweeted it out this morning. I mean, it's just, it's fantastic. Um, and, you know, this is kind of the time when you really see the British Royals out in full force, and we're just not because of COVID. Um, and so things like this are always really nice to see. Um, and, you know, it's a way of being involved in something that you're always involved in without being able to physically be at the event because it's either been canceled or scaled down or something along those lines. Um, so a really nice thing for Kate to do that narration. Um, and that is actually like the only thing going on in the British royal family today, which is surprising. Um, and so with that, we're going to actually go ahead and move on to Belgium. events from both King Philippe and Queen Mathilde. Um, and so first thing this morning, Mathilde um, visited Minor Daco, um, which is an organization that supports children who have, um, who are refugees to Belgium um, from areas of conflict, likely Syria and Afghanistan. Um, and so during Mathilde's visit, she was able to see um, the, the center um, and talk with the young people as well as um, staff about their experiences, not only during the pandemic, but just in general. Um, and it was all held outside, socially distant. Um, it looks amazingly green. Um, it just looks very nice and like a good place for these kids to um, spend some time, even though you know they're in situations that are, are not so great. Um, so, um, really great for her to make that appearance today. 
Um, and then on to King Philippe. First, he had an in-person audience with the Prime Minister of Belgium. This happens every week. I talk about it every week. There's no information other than it happens, but I always like to share it. Um, and then he also had a video conference with Mohamed Yunus, um, who won a Nobel Peace Prize in 2006 for starting Grauman Bank, I think is the name of it. Um, and this is a bank that was created to focus on um, microfinance or microloans, um, which are small, very, very small, like startup loans for entrepreneurs in um, developing countries. So these are basically startup funds for things like a farm. Um, or a like basket weaving company or something like that um, where the loan amount is so little that it makes it reasonable for these entrepreneurs to pay back um, without the, in a perfect world, without um, kind of some overlords hanging above them. Um, so it's a great program. The microloan program is phenomenal. I have heard about this probably most of my adult life um, and just think it's an incredible thing. Um, and Grauman Bank and Mohammed Yunus is actually the person who like started this whole process. Um, now it's a booming industry. Um, not an industry because there's, there's not a lot of money to be made out of microloans, which is the point. Um, but it is a industry that has a lot of different partners in it, for sure. Um, and so yesterday was actually Muhammad Yunus's birthday, his 80th birthday, so I would assume that is what the conversation was about. Um, there was also a news release about uh, Queen, former Queen Sophia of Spain having a conversation with him in regards to his birthday. Um, this is something Sophia was passionate about early on. Um, so that did not surprise me one bit. And with that, uh, that is what was going on in Belgium. So we are now going to move on to Denmark. Denmark, there were no official events, but it was announced that Crown Princess Mary has been named as the new president of the World Wildlife, World Wildlife Foundation's World Nature Fund for Denmark. Um, this is actually a role that her father-in-law, Prince Henrik, had held while he was um, still living, um, and she has now taken that on, um, which is just really great. It was a, a very brief release, but I think that it's... Um, very indicative of her future role, um, considering the last consort to the regent of Denmark held this position. Um, it seems kind of natural that she would step into this role. Um, and so just a really great, like, little update. Um, I mentioned this in 
yesterday's episode, but they have officially started their summer vacation. So we won't see very much of the Danish Royals. We will see probably like a photo session at some point, um, potentially given COVID, who knows what that actually looks like. Um, maybe just a photo release. Um, and so they are on summer vacation, but they're still kind of giving snippets of information. So um, we'll see how the week goes with that. Um, but for now, let's go ahead and move on to the Netherlands. visited the Power of Green in Zodermeer, um, and this is an organization that is a recipient of the Orange Fund Foundation grant, um, one of the grants that they use to support nonprofits throughout um, the Netherlands, and this is an organization that works to bring together people from all walks of life, um, you know, residents, uh, less fortunate retirees, um, etc. Um, and it teaches them to manage and preserve the local greenery. Um, so the green, so the parks and the things like those, um, orchards, things like that. Um, and so Willem Alexander was able to talk to the volunteers, take a tour of the garden in the orchards um, that uh, the Power of Green has on site, um, participate in a like discussion with all of these people about their experiences. Um, and it just like overall looked fun. I mean, I would love to hang out in nature. Um, so that is very exciting. Um, and that is all that was going on in the Netherlands today. And then there was nothing in Norway because they're on summer vacation. So with that, we are going to move on to Spain. Today, King Felipe and Queen Letizia continued their tour of Spain um, by heading to the autonomous community of Andalusia. Um, so this is in, really this is like the southernmost mainland um, community in Spain. So it's right above Morocco. Um, which is in Africa, in case you do not know, um, but is just south of Spain. Um, and so they visited the um, capital of Andalusia, which is Sevilla or Seville. Um, and they also ended their day in Cordoba. So they started their day um, by visiting the neighborhood of 3,000 homes, um, which is actually, this is so sad, 
um, is the poorest neighborhood in Spain. Um, it's just, it's a community that is not thriving. Um, try as they might, they're just, they're not getting there. Um, and so they arrived, they were met with a weird combination of applause and protests, but not protests of them in their existence as a royal family, um, which is usually what you see and I never talk about because that's a whole nother story. Um, but this one was a protest about um, the thing they were chanting was more work, less charity. Um, and so this community is lacking on jobs so desperately. Um, and there are lots of organizations that are set to help find jobs, but there are no jobs to be found in this community. Um, and so they're just in this cycle of, okay, well, let's add another charity and maybe that'll provide some jobs. And, and charities provide jobs, but not enough. Um, so it was a really interesting situation where the king and queen were met with applause because people were so grateful that they were there and bringing attention to their community, but also recognizing that really all this is going to do is bring on more charity and not sustainable work. Um, so it's just, it's a weird thing. I appreciate, like, I'm not Spanish. I don't know all the in and outs of how the Spanish people think or operate. Like, I as a outlooker, as a bystander, think that it's great that they brought attention to this and that the, by doing so, they're also bringing attention to the protests, but I don't, I'm kind of with the protesters. I, I don't see how this is going to work. Um, so, <laughs> to start their visit, they visited the Don Bosco Foundation as well as the um, Red Cross, um, which actually was continuing operations while they were visiting. Um, but Don Bosco is a organization based out of the Catholic Church um, that provides workshops and like skilled skills education. Um, but I can't find out if this is something that brings income to the people that are taking these classes. Um, but they visited a couple of different workshops. Um, and one of those workshops is actually, um, it's typically like tailoring. Um, but right now, because of the need, um, it is producing different kinds of face masks, whether that be medical grade or um, kind of some of the fancier ones there are. Um, <laughs> the ones that I'm looking at have like the Spanish flag on them and also have the Royal Crest. So I think these are probably gifts. Um, there's four of them. So I would assume, um, one for Felipe, one for Leticia, and then one for each of their daughters, um, because they did have that Royal Crest on them, which I thought was very cute. Um, but it is something that's just like... It's a way for these people to 
work on their skills. But again, I'm not sure if there's like an income component component to that. Um, and then next, Felipe and Leticia visited the city center of Seville, um, which included a cathedral um, that is gorgeous and is um, maintained by like the national um, organization of like the people who also take care of the royal palace and um, kind of the national museums and stuff like that in Spain. Um, and then they also had a meeting with government members as well as businesses in Andalusia, um, which again is the autonomous community. Um, and so during this meeting, uh, Felipe gave some brief words to conclude the meeting where he implored on the people to have faith in the institutions, not only of the local government, as well as, but as well as the national government, um, that just to have confidence in that. Um, and so that was the day in, Andal in Sevilla. Um, and then next they took the train to Cordoba, which is like an hour ride. And they rode, um, with the president of the autonomous community. Um, and then while in Cordoba, they visited a couple of, um, popular tourist attractions, um, which are like there are courtyards that have different kinds of performances are also just beautiful. Um, and then these open air, they call them patios, but they're like, it's on like a street and different homes have different pieces of like a puzzle to make up an entire house. Um, it's just like a very cool, like open neighborly concept, um, that you would never find really anywhere um except for like spain italy greece kind of those mediterranean feeling countries um and so that was the day in andalusia i believe the next tour date is thursday or friday um, but there's going to be a couple of different events in between there um and so that is what was going on in spain today and that is what was going on today. There was nothing in Sweden. Um, so that makes this the end of the podcast. Um, if you feel so inclined, you can check out the website, thedailyroyal.com, where I have pictures of all of these events um, that you can see videos. Um, so like Kate's video narrating Wimbledon is on here. Um, and you can also check out the Instagram at Daily Royal Pod, uh, which has just some brief pictures and a very brief overview of what happened. Um, and then, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye.